Uh, if I speak, I prefer really not to. I prefer not to to, not to, to the question. If I speak, I am in, in big to speak about it. Because if I speak about it, I prefer not to speak. I don't want to speak. If I, I speak, to comment because it's not. No. Uh, I don't want to speak. I don't speak with you. I have nothing, nothing to say. I prefer not to speak. Really, I don't I prefer speak. not to speak. I prefer not to comment because I have nothing to say. I'm so sorry. I have nothing to say. Hello, hello. I greet you all in the name of football. My name is Charlie. And this is the I Prefer Not To Speak Football Podcast. I got Matt Swiss in the building and we've got a dope preview show lined up for y'all today. The gauntlet has been laid down and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's job is on the line. For real this time. I can't wait to see how the weekend unfolds. Let's talk about it. So what, what we got this weekend? Uh, let's, start, let's start with less than Arsenal, eh? Yeah, Leicester and Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Should be a dope game. They're both in form. Yeah, I feel like they've been on the same wavelength for a while. So, and the teams that I expected to be better in better positions that they are in. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's your scheme? Who are you going to give it to? Oh, man. I'll give it to Arsenal because... Leicester has really been struggling to bury games or to be competitive for full 19 minutes over the past few games. That only got some sloppy shit. Because even with Kora Patsim, that guy just saved them that night. He was just in ridiculous form, scoring four goals in the Europa League game. But, you know, they started with the trailing. Ah, kind of was at 2-0. So, they've just not been winning as convincingly as I would like them to. It's just been scraping for wins. If they win, they're scraping for a win. If it's a draw, they're scraping for a draw. So they haven't been convincing. Yeah. And they all they, they are yet to have, have they are yet to have identity like many mm-hmm. Nazis. <laughs> nah, nah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like calling it a draw, but I think Leicester Leicester will just pull it out though, because they got. As sloppy as they are, they also get, it's not even luck, but when it comes to like, they're not really good at losing. You know what I'm saying? They're not really good at losing. Yeah. At the beginning, after they lost Fofana, they were catching a couple of L's. They were sorting things out defensively, but now it looks like they're, they're beginning to, 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 to play a bit better. The only thing is, I don't know why, uh, Brendan Rodgers isn't starting Patson Daka. What Brendan Rodgers doesn't start with him? Why he isn't starting Daka? Hey dog, it's too soon. It's like how how I told niggas that we're excited about Daka's signing that we need to understand that uh Vardy is still clutch. Yeah. With Vardy still clutch and also with your natural having the season he had last season. Yeah. It's gonna be difficult for Daka for Daka to play. In as much as Daka can be brilliant or good, mm. I think for him they, they brought him in as a long term replacement for Vardy because Vardy is aging. Yeah. So in, in, eventually they're gonna usher him in, and it's gonna be the Hianacho Daka uh, partnership. Hence, Brendan Rodgers has been trying it out in Europa and yeah. Cup games. So I feel like and Vardy has really been delivering for them. That's why I'm like. It's all gonna take Vardy losing form. Oh, and an injury. Really, yeah, or an injury for yeah. Danka to really come in and cement his spot. Yeah. But at the moment, Vardy's clutch. Alright, 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 nah, nah. I, I, I get that. I actually forgot he, he's like your homeboy, I guess. Yeah. 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 That's why I'm like, a lot of Zambians were excited about, about the signing, and I was like, yeah. Relax, guys. Relax. <laughs> I mean, the boy has talent. He's gonna score when he's given a chance, but it's gonna take time for him to cement his place. Vadi's still clutch. Vadi yeah. high. Vadi's not finished. Yeah, yeah. But well, what do you think? He can't play with. Uh, he can't play with Vadi, because yeah, Nacho, his form is always up and down. You know what I'm saying? Like he has his times when he catches form, yeah. but but right now he hasn't really been good to start the season. Yeah, that's why I'm like, you know, 
also it goes with uh with Brandon and how he's probably spent more time with here natural and he understands here natural more you know because even with last season it's not like here natural was fresh out the gate he started like performing kind of give away around january he was consistent from january till the season ended when vadi was inconsistent but vadi as usual he started clutch eventually got injured started losing form kenacho stepped up yeah. so i feel like because of because of that kenacho cemented uh his spot and made it clear to brendan what i'm important for you so i feel it's more of brendan living off of that here natural and and saying you know i know i trust here natural i know what he can do uh and i want to win these games like i said lester is not really in a good spot so brendan needs to win each and every game you know so i i'm guessing he's just like i can't in as much as i want to give that a chance i can't take a risk and let me just go with what i know he's just going with what he knows you know it's like the devil you know type of situation yeah But i think of as like soon as Uh, where did Daka come from? Like, what was he playing for before Leicester? Salzburg. Salzburg. Huh? Salzburg. All right, all right, that's actually a good development. Yeah. A, a good development team. But uh, I feel like uh, I get like when I as we're talking about him, I think of Van der Beek, even though like he had a lot of experience, but he also came from like a development league and a development side in in Ajax. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I, I get like the way the thinking that Ole has probably been using with Van der Beek. It's a lot like with Patson, but even though it's not exactly like for like, because Van der Beek has a bit more experience. But it, just the way they've been going about it, the cautious, uh, how, how cautious they've been about it. Even though, like I said before, first season Van der Beek was playing. Dog. It's just that now he season started. He he decided to. Speak out against the manager in public, Doug. Like, you know, that doesn't really work, Doug. Guys like Sako, they try to speak against Klopp. They they got they got dropped real quick. They got sold quick. Like, guys forget that this is their job. Yeah. That they get paid to work, to train, and to get on the pitch and jam when they're called upon. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna take. And- an injury or whatever to one of Daka, I mean one of Vardy and Hernacho and then um Daka will step up and then he'll be consistent because I feel like and if you give him consistent games it's gone he just hasn't gone he, he just hasn't gotten consistent games once he gets those it's really time up for whoever is flopping at the time yeah. in that front two so so it's just all about him just getting consistent games because even as you can see He's not trying to prove a point with with, with uh, the goal he assisted Evan Madison. Yeah. He could have scored that, you know, but he gave it to Madison because to him is like, yo, I'm not trying to prove a point. You know, I just want to help the team. You dig what I'm saying? He's humble about it. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he and Azure would have been selfish then. So, so I feel like those qualities also are gonna come in and be important for Brendan Rodgers. And he's gonna see that, so it's just a patience thing, you know. And then he's he's legit. I mean, he played with Haaland, so he's legit. They're gonna say so. Yeah. 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 Nah, nah. I'm with that. I'm with that. Nah, no stress. No stress. You wanna you wanna jump on to the next game? What's this? Watford and Southampton. Yeah. So- Southampton are flat this yeah, season. Uh-huh. Hey, dog. That's struggling. <laughs> I also feel it's it's the manager's fault, hey. He's having a selection problem. Yeah. Cause it's not, it's not like they're playing bad football. It's I don't know how Poland team, but they're not playing bad football. But they lost a couple of players, dog. It's just that I feel like maybe the a bit of quality dropped, but they're just trying to hold on to. They're trying. It's they're playing the same way, but they don't have the same quality. They're not as yeah. technical. Because they yeah, don't have Danny Ings yeah. anymore and stuff, and he was so clutch, like he would get a goal out of nothing. Exactly, the Ings is a sharpshooter. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, I, I, I'm with Watford for this one, dog. Like Ranieri, Ranieri turned up. Dog. He shut me right up last week. Yeah, uh, you, you, you had lost faith when he lost five nil to Liverpool. Uh, not even. It's just that because we were talking about how like uh he had been riding the Leicester wave before, so I didn't expect him to put together a comeback when like like the one that he put together. Uh, this past week uh, Like that was That was impressive That was like a Leicester type Comeback win Old school type Comeback win Yeah so uh, Where do you think He'll finish Though Claudio uh, nah, I think they'll They'll survive They'll survive uh, Just between 12th and And 18th They'll fall there yeah, because Watford also has a, a nice team. It's not a bad team. It's a team that shouldn't be getting relegated, honestly. You know, yeah. that's how I told you that. I feel like even the the, the the board of directors or whoever the fuck is in charge knew that we have a great team that shouldn't be struggling the way it's struggling. Because that guy was fired, but Watford was not fighting relegation. I feel like, like we talked about last time, how... Uh, the Premier League also always has like a championship team that comes in and just causes a lot of problems and issues yeah. in the top six, top yeah. seven, whatever. Yeah. So I feel like the 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 guys behind Watford came into this season uh, having gotten Dennis and whatever, made investments where they need to make investments, thinking we're gonna be that team this season. So if when it didn't start out like that, they were like, "Yo, this guy's gotta go" because this wasn't what we wanted. Yeah, you know, we wanted to be the next, the next Sheffield uh, or Leeds. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. True, but yeah. that's 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 another problem though with with being <laughs> with being like those teams because look at Leeds now. Leeds hey. is fighting relegation because I feel like because last season I remember in the football fanatics group I used to tell Alex that those guys play suicide football because. It's like those guys will go into the field, finish all that energy each and every game. And I feel like you can't keep that up for two seasons if you don't have depth in your squad. You know, if the first 11 is the first and only team you trust, and these guys have to play cup games. Because yesterday against Arsenal, uh, this guy literally started with like the first team, just a few changes day and day. So it shows that the team doesn't have depth, and you guys cannot continue doing that for two seasons in if no investment is being made. Like you can do it the first season, and everybody will be like, "Yo, Leeds was crazy," but can you do it do it again next season? You can't because the players get tired. If you if you're gonna play that kind of football, you need to be finishing top four or winning the title because at the end of the day, it will be worth it. But if players are doing that season in season out just to survive, it's pointless. It's like we're just getting tired to survive. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. And Bielsa, Bielsa has always said that he he will not change his style. So it's looking like yeah. one one way route for them. Yeah, and you can't keep that up for two seasons if you don't have depth in your squad. Yeah, Rene, they you know, didn't. Because the, they didn't invest much this year. Yeah, because yeah. at the end of the day, your first eleven is it's like Klopp. It's like what we always say about Klopp. Klopp, mm. you take out a few players from the first 11, you've messed up his plans, you know, because he's created a machine, the first 11 machine that can do that consistently season in, season out, every game. So if you put in someone who's not used to doing that, like players that are on the bench or whatever, because yeah. you always just trust your first 11 team. So players on the bench will not come in and deliver on that same level where you need your team to be working together uh as one thing going back and forth pressing yada, yada, yada. you know the players on the bench will not come in and you know everything is going to be the same it's going to be different because they're not used to doing that on a consistent basis so if you have two three injuries and then players that are not used to doing that do that it's going to be difficult for you to survive that's why Klopp struggled last season when Van Dijk was out and some of his midfielders were out so with a small team like Leeds it's like you know, also, it's not like you have world-class players uh, that can do, do that on a consistent basis. You have players that don't have anything to prove. So when it comes to a point where they're tired, they're really going to be tired. And it's just going to be that because nothing motivates them. But Bosala, they're motivated to to 
to ball out week in week out because that's what the world demands of them you know they know what if they put up a stinker they're gonna get the flag so yeah nah nah for yeah. sure for sure dog. hey dog, those Liverpool boys are too smooth though. they're too smooth right now dog. it's like a well-oiled machine in that mm. yeah 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 so what uh, obviously you got them beating Brighton Leeds uh, Nah Liverpool Liverpool Yeah Liverpool's team is unstoppable This season bruh It seems yeah. like that season They won the league Hey My G Like I, I didn't believe it Like like I'm saying Our niggas were Our guys were terrible But Salah and Salah Salah is in the form Of his life dog Like He's He's never been this good dog And it's been a while Since we've seen Anybody really Tear up Teams the way he's doing, bro. Because uh, if you pay attention, he's actually been yeah. doing doing it all season. He been cooking. Exactly. Yeah. So, hey, dog. Uh, I don't see anyone stopping. I feel like I'm glad. You know, uh, we faced them like beginning of the season when they were still rusty. They were, they were on a high, but. Yeah. yeah, they were still rusty. They were still trying to get everything clicking again, you know. Boba nagging it on about Boang and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Firmino was also out. So, right now, hey, right now, I think they're unstoppable, bro. I think yeah. they're unstoppable. Bro. Uh, it's that, and Kanata is fitting. Kanata is fitting as well, in there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do want to. So, I'm curious uh, how they'll do versus City. Yeah. Mm. So. So, yeah, Liverpool, man, obviously. Yeah, yeah. All right, now let's let's get to you guys. Uh, y'all are visiting Newcastle, Saudi Arabia satellite. Oh, that's a clean, clean, clean win because no manager yet, so that's they don't know what the fuck they're doing. What are they even waiting for, dog? Ah, dog. I feel like. They want a high-profile manager, but uh, it's gonna be difficult to get a high-profile manager. Because yeah. also, it's it's not it's not like that manager. For example, if they want Zidane, yeah. Zidane, I feel like Zidane is the type of manager that would only come to your teams if he believes in the team and it's like, yo, you guys have stars I can work with. He's the type of manager that works with stars and good teams. Yeah. You know. I feel like that's that's what he's gonna base his managing career off of. He's not the type of manager that wants to tr- prove a point by taking a small team and turning yeah. it into a powerhouse. I so, feel like, yeah. and also, yeah, you know, finish up. Yeah. Also, we can't we can't lie to our, we can't lie to ourselves and be like, yo, uh, next season, like when the transfer window opens, not January, obviously in the summer. Because yeah. was gonna buy each and every player that they want to buy. You know, nah. It's not every player that's going to be. Because at the end of the day, hey, fair play rules, yeah. stuff like that. So, no. Nah, but the most important thing for them is to like at least make European Conference. Like, and right now they're struggling to get out of the bottom three. That's the thing. Because to get players, the better quality players, you get them with uh, the better competitions you're in, European especially. You saw. It's hard to compete exactly. with just money. Otherwise, you'll just be overpaying players and players who don't really care about winning. They care more about money. Yeah. So, until we see who the manager is, I don't count on Newcastle to be doing anything okay. um, substance anytime soon. All right, Doug. All right. But still, they haven't been playing too bad without a manager. Like, surprisingly, I thought they would be a bit worse, but they've been okay. Even when, even when Steve Bruce was around, they, was, they, weren't, they weren't playing too bad. Yeah, true that, true that. That's why I'm wondering why... Okay, but I think Steve Bruce was just like, nah, F this stuff. I'm not going to sit around for the for the abuse anymore because I was like why would they hurry to sack Bruce if they don't have anybody lined up yet because he wouldn't have minded to do the job it's just that I guess like he said he was just getting way too much abuse to keep doing it and knowing that he would imminently be sacked exactly because even because even with United I don't think 
they would really get a new manager in unless it was really bad. You know what I'm saying? Because United have always been super cautious. If anything, yeah. even if they've decided they want a new manager, it's something that's going to happen at the end of the year. I mean, end of the season type thing. They're just going to let this man have his final season or whatever. And that's the thing, though. He might actually turn shit around, but it might not change nothing. Like with Van Gogh, they had long agreed in Jan with Mourinho that they were going to that they were gonna hire him. So when Va- literally the day after Van Gogh won the FA Cup, he got sacked. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that's why I'm like, ah. And also, like I told you last time, things like the stock exchange and all that, they got to inform the, the shareholders and all that. So they can't really make crazy decisions which will affect the stock market badly. You saw it. True. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's next? City and uh, Palace. Hey, but Palace, Palace are like that, that banana, banana skin team. But I think it's going to be like a 4 0 loss, though. Even though they got that little thing, that little, uh, upset thing in them this season. Yeah. Um, it's Palace, a 4 0 is too much. I feel Vieira is smart enough to be cautious with this game. Probably. Hold it out like he did with us beginning of the season. Uh, maybe both three, three nil. All right, I'm only saying that I feel like it is going to be a big scoreline like that because against the big teams, they they haven't really uh, put up much resistance. But against like more mid-table clubs, Arsenal is like the biggest team that they really did put up a fight against. There's also a game they had like two-two. I can't remember who they were playing. Was it you guys? Nah, nah, it wasn't you guys because Gallagher scored a brace. But they they put up a good fight that that game as well. So I think the the yeah. players the players are brave. It's just that I don't think they have the quality to really execute what what Vieira wants them to do yet. But um, you feel he's gonna survive? I'm actually impressed so far. Yeah, yeah, I'm super impressed. Like, I, I, I thought definitely him taking over from such an experienced manager and him being a rookie in the Prem, because he's only really managed in the MLS, from what I know. Yeah, and yeah. that's not a league. That's, that's not common. a league, bro. That, that's wrestling. That's WWE. Like, he says. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm super impressed. Uh, yeah. and also Gallagher has been clutch. Hey, Gallagher. These poor Chelsea boys will yeah. never play for Chelsea, though. You think Gallagher? I feel Gallagher will play for Chelsea. I don't know. Though. I feel for Gallagher and maybe Livermento has more of a chance. You know what I'm saying? But, but he's gone. But he's gone. Though. Oh, y'all, y'all put like sold him, sold him. I yeah, thought it was Livermento alone. Lumpty, that gone. Oh, I thought Livermento was alone, but. Mm. Ah, but Gallagher's good, but I think just like with those two, uh, he's gonna have to move on as well. Cause in the current Chelsea team, he doesn't really have a, have an opening, you know what I'm saying? And he's not there yet to really be competing that. Like, where's Saul though? I was gonna ask you, yeah. where the hell is Saul though? Ah, dude can't no, even I, get I, a Carabao Cup game, bruh. Nah, he was playing yesterday. Oh, he, he was? was? He was impressive yesterday. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was impressive yesterday. But still, you know, uh, it's one of those things where... Uh, like, cool, you've impressed one game only. You know, that's I feel like that's the problem we have with Barkley. That's why... That's why when 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 Alex is always talking about, ah, Barkley over Mount, yada, yada, I'm like, you need to understand that what... Mount beats Barkley with is consistency in terms of his performance. Like the coach automatically knows what he's gonna get out of Mount. He's gonna get consistent pressing, work yeah. rate, and whatever. You yeah. know, even with cover. That's why I'm always like, you can't compare Fred to cover, my nigga. Cover is a baller. You know, there's more to there's more. I feel like Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi win the game for for a lot of young people well Alex because <laughs> that they've become all about stats yeah. they've become all about stats because we were arguing we were arguing about William yesterday and he was, he was like 
Willian was an average player. I'm like, dog, you can't call what Willian used to do <laughs> average. That shit is not average. It's yeah. not even near average. Yeah. That's disrespectful to, to your Williams, to your Zahas, to your St. Maximus. Your St. Maximus and your Zahas may not be playing for big teams, but those boys don't do ordinary shit, my guy. Mm. Passing, like eliminating three, four, five players is not average shit. Not every player can do that. If yeah. every player could do that, we wouldn't differentiate players and be like, we want defenders, we want midfielders that are like uh, passing midfielders, running midfielders. Like we wouldn't need that, but we need that because you have to be special to be a winger. You have to have the ability to dribble, and dribbling is not an ordinary skill. Bruh. And that's something that's that like, that's something I feel like Martial lost. Like he lost his ability to be to be guys. Because mm. Martial used to so, be a savage. So, he could dribble. You saw. You remember his first goal against Liverpool, dog. He dribbled like three, four Liverpool. Exactly. Players. Like when Martial came in, when that boy, when that boy came in, that boy was crazy with the cuttings and the curlers. Ah, he lost. Yeah. So I'm like, that's why if you talk about Barkley, Barkley needs to be in the same category because the type of player he's trying to be is a passing midfielder with killer passes. Mm. So he needs to be in the same category as your Kevin De Bruyne, your Fabregas, your like great passes. But Barkley has one great pass in five five fucking games. Like, <laughs> no, the thing is, the thing is, players like Kovacic, niggas don't know that players like Kovacic are like uh, Kovacic and Halilovic. These guys were long scouted. Back in the day, I remember hearing about them when they were still lighties. You know what I'm saying? And then they got bought when they were too young. You saw us. I don't know what team bought them. Inter or some team. I can't remember. But they got bought when they were too young. Yeah, and they didn't develop. Yeah, yeah. But Kova was like one of those guys touted to be like one of them guys. And Halilovic as well. Just that Halilovic, his size is a problem as well. But he's a beast as well. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, because Halilovic, they were comparing, they were comparing him to Messi. Yeah, they were comparing him to Messi. At yeah, the time. so like if you really read your your football news back then, then you would have known that yeah, these are some of those guys to really watch and all that when they when they come of age. Because Kova is still pretty young, you know. Exactly, and also. You need to see what Kova does in a Chelsea team. Uh, Kova will give you great passes like once in a while. He's like Barkley also to some extent. He'll give you like one great amazing pass in like five each, each and every five games. But his work rate, he beats players, he eliminates players. Mm. He eliminates one, two, three players. And that aspect of the game is important. That's why I'm like, your Ronaldo's and Messi's probably ruined the game for you guys when it comes to stats. Cause now, all you you compare players with is stats. You be like, ah, mm-hmm. no, this guy has better stat, better stats than this one. Yada yada yada. But what do players do in that team on a consistent basis? William used to eliminate players. He eliminates three, four, five players, passes the ball to the next person, and then that person assists, and then across the scores. Who did the hard work? William did the hard work. If he doesn't eliminate those five players, Fabregas doesn't get the ball. And then he he doesn't passes it on to Costa for Costa to score. So you you shouldn't underlook what William did. You know yeah, it's yeah. important what he did. If he doesn't eliminate those five players, the ball doesn't get to where it needs to go. So yeah. I feel like the stats thing kills the whole impact that players have in a game in a ninety minute game. That's why a lot of people cannot see the value Mount has. You know it's like because they want stats, they want score, they want goals, they want assists. Which is the same thing. That's always his defense when it comes to Kovacic. You know, yeah. but it, there are certain th- players that do not bring goals and assists, but they have a very important role in the team. Nah, nah, for sure, for sure. And, and yeah. it takes actually sitting down and watching the game and not just uh, watching Padres talk whatever, whatever crap it is they be talking. Yeah. And then you get... Because these niggas will miss the game, watch the highlights, Go listen to what pundits are saying, <laughs> and then say the same thing the pundits the pundits were saying, and then bring it into a soccer argument. Like, bro, you're saying the same bullshit those guys were saying. And pundits are emotional beings, bro. You saw not just from an emotional not just not just that they're emotional, but they're also entertainers. 
there are some pundits who just yeah. try and you know like if there's a trend they can't they don't really have the balls to go against whatever that opinion is and actually give the opinion they feel or analyze the game independently and yeah. just give the give something that's independent but that's what i noticed sometimes they just be talking like if it's just popular to 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 this Ole, I they're gonna go and fall with Ole. That's why like guys like Owen Hargreaves, exactly. they're more measured in their analysis. Like he won't go all out. He'll be respectful with his analysis. But like critique criticism is all good, though, but let's be respectful with our analysis yes. and so forth. Show that you have a bit of substance behind what you're saying. You saw us. Yeah, because because at the end of the day, also why they go with the most popular thing is because. That also trying to secure the bag. And you can't secure the bag if you're not an interested pundit. If you want to keep the job, you got to be interested. In and people look at those type of things. Like, what do you bring to the table? So if your niche is talking smack about other teams, you're always going to talk smack about other teams. Bruh. Exactly. Though. If there's a particular team people know you don't like and it's getting you more clicks and all that, you're going to play that up. You sus. Exactly. Yeah. So you can really take what pundits say and then bring it to a soccer argument. Like, nah, that's what's up. Game, like yeah. niggas, niggas don't even watch the game for highlights. Though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But niggas I, just skip the game, watch the highlights, bruh. listen to pundits, then come and state out everything the pundits say, and then yeah. niggas think they're dropping ger- germs. But why? Yeah, though, because that's what scouts are there for. The scouts are there to actually watch players performances assess like a whole player's game how they affected the game and so forth like not just to see how many goals they scored like they there's no point in them going to scout it if they can read how many goals and assists someone had off a piece of paper he says but if you actually see how things went down and how somebody you know i'm saying it makes sense that's why I was like, ah, though, if Bruno would at least scored exactly. that first that's, goal, we would have made the game harder for Liverpool. Because, like, guys had turned off, though. They thought Bruno had scored that goal, though. Because everybody was out of position after that. I don't know why, what was happening. But defenders were out of position and all that. And I was like, yo, though, what's going on? They're like, people been memeing that, though. Like, our defense for that first goal or whatever, second goal, it was crazy. Yeah. And it's those little things. Because you miss that chance. Because certain managers will tell their players, or board, if these guys miss a chance, punish them for that missed chance. Bro. Or that missed chance means you, you, you bring out something amazing out of the players. Because now they're like, oh, so you guys mean business. Bruh, and that's and the thing. We, we so cut, them, like that's we cut them off guard right there. Like they didn't expect us to press them from the jump there. So we caught them off guard. All we had to do was get something to defend, bro. Like, give give guys something to defend. Then maybe they would have defended with more purpose, though. Because ah, I don't understand. Exactly. So it's those little moments that are taken for granted. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, that's that with players, dog. I yeah. feel like a lot of players, we, under, we undervalue them. Yeah. Because of the stats, but can you, if you watch, like if you watch Zaha, Zaha will amaze you seven Bruh. times out of ten. Seven games out of ten, he will amaze you. Bruh, did you- the times he's not ama- amazing you, it's because he's br- he's going through burnout. Because yeah. he's carrying this whole team on his shoulder. Facts. So it's like, yo, I have to put in 150% all the time. All the time. So forgive me if sometimes I give you guys sixty percent or seventy percent. Yeah. The like even Max Cornet, it looks like he's settling pretty nice, bro. Like as we're talking about these these uh yeah. game game changing players, because those are like game changing players. You gotta know that when you got guys who can exactly. make plays from anywhere. This guy's scoring with headers, though. Like he's not just doing it with his feet. That's the thing. So I was impressed. I was impressed. Yeah. It's just that, like we said, he's playing for a very defensive side. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can't 
we can't judge him based off of that and be like, oh, he's an average player. He's not average, man. Nigga, he doesn't. Not at all, but already he's been there. Like he found all these guys, but he's putting up more numbers. I think he has the most goals now, or something, or tied most goals in the team. Like already he's showing yeah. that he's different. Yeah. He's a different breeder. But Southampton, Southampton actually were a bit unlucky against them. Like. Like we're saying, they were not clinical enough against Burnley. How do you think they'll do against Brentford? Yo, I feel like hey, Brentford is doing the same thing Leeds did last season. These guys have come in with so much energy. They're going to suffer burnout. I don't know when they will. Right. But... And they're fearless, though. They're fearless. They create chances like it's nothing. Yeah. They yeah. always want to be on the front foot. But them losing to Leicester, I honestly expected them to wipe Leicester. Yeah. So, so I don't know them losing to Leicester. I feel like they're on the brink of suffering that burnout. But I told you, Leicester's so like one of those teams that Leicester's one of those teams. They just always pull a rabbit out the hat. That I don't know how they do it, but they do. When you think when they're in bad form, that's where they're just gonna turn the form around. But also. It can be opposite. Like when you're expecting them to keep it up, they flop the way they've been doing the last two years regarding the top four race. But Leicester's a polarizing yeah. team. Man. All right, now yeah. let's let's get to to prime time Saturday. Spurs and United. Uh, hey, uh, we visiting Spurs. Yeah, you guys, you guys might might win because ah, Nuno. Nuno is... I don't know what Nuno... But Nuno, going, yeah? he's not really in... He's not really, like, in the, under threat that badly. Like, I know they've had some bad form in there. Yeah. But, yeah. But the, the games he's losing are so questionable. The most concerning thing is Kane. Because Kane ain't getting his numbers. Huh? Yeah, the most concerning exactly. thing is Kane. And he's not getting his numbers. And that's what... That's what I told niggas beginning of the season. I feel like I told you too, and I was like, Kane doesn't look like he's in the mood. And you guys are like, ah, this is how he starts. I'm like, nah, this thing <laughs> doesn't look like he wants to play for these guys this season. Yeah. You know? So, because even with the Chelsea game, Chelsea game was proof enough that this guy definitely doesn't want to play for these guys. Right. So, uh, if I was Nuno, I would bench Kane. Shit. Just start with a front three of some. Uh, of Song, Lucas, and Bergwijn, and see how it goes. What's crazy? Like Kane in the squad right now. <laughs> What's crazy is that would actually kill us because those guys would press real crazy. Doug. And the way United are right now, like we'd be real vulnerable to a press like that. We need Kane in that team so that we can at least bypass one of the attackers. But those motherfuckers press yeah. like if it's uh, those speed merchants on there, they're gonna. They're gonna really press our backline, though, which is already uh, lacking confidence. I think we just need Bailey up in that bitch, though, because Lindelof hides, though. He's always hiding. Like you don't see him five nil, and we ain't seen I've him all preferred, game. Though. I've always preferred. I've always preferred Bailey to Lindelof. I don't know why Lindelof has always gotten game time over Bailey. I don't know. Maybe he plays better with uh, Maguire because Bailey has had some trash games with Maguire. Even though there's not a lot of them, but he has had some trash games with Maguire. But I don't know what it is with Bailey, Doug. Like, maybe Ole don't trust him anymore. Like, we are at a point where there's, like, players Ole really won't turn to at all right now. You feel me? It's like even with Van Der Beek, Doug. If the guy's been in the media shitting on you and stuff, how are you going to trust him to help you save your job? You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, so at least even Pogba yesterday, he came out, he was like, I don't Because I guess guys were saying uh, Pogba uh, turned yeah, on Ole. So he came out yesterday and was like, nah, that's all mm. capped. Uh, niggas is li- telling lies for headlines, bro. He sucks. Yeah. So that's the thing, though. Like, if niggas let... Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Nah, you can speak. You know, I'm saying now, if niggas let like the outside noise get in there, that's what I feel like is really affecting the team right now. Because most of this noise 
is beginning to affect them to the extent that they actually believe it. And when they, they're only going to snap out of it when they realize that the next manager can't really help them much either, Doug. You know what I'm saying? If they're not stepping up, Doug, because there's just a lack of effort. A lack of effort. You could see it in against Atalanta, Doug. First half and second half, two completely different halves. And we cooked them, even though we did make chances in the first half. But defensively, Doug, like we were terrible. We were terrible, Doug. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel that's why I feel like you get you guys are gonna beat Spurs because, um, hey, it's it's crunch time for Ole, and right. he's done this before. He said. He saved the season before. And Ronaldo is also fired up. You know, he's trying to prove a point. He's really trying to prove a point. And Ronaldo no. is honestly the type of player that... That's my thing, playing. Doug. That's my thing. I don't want to be benching a striker that I know actually works in the system, works in the team, and can give me goals. For one, that's really struggling, Doug. Like, Ronaldo's really struggling. Even though he's getting goals, but he's struggling and he's causing the team to struggle. You feel me? That's the problem. Like, but, hey man, we playing. But you know he's gonna start. Still. No, definitely, and I'm hoping these guys figure it out. The reason we're not crossing too much and so forth is because, like, I guess they're trying to figure out his movement and all that. Because he's not a natural striker. He's not like Cavani. The Cavani thing. It's like how I was saying last time. You know, like how would it be uh, having Ronaldo on the wing? And then, since you guys are like, Cavani has work rate, he should drop. Like, he should play sort of like a force nine, but not a force, like a force nine when you guys are defending. And then a, a, a proper nine when you guys are attacking. He should drop when you guys are defending with Ronaldo being the first, the furthest guy up top since he can press the way you guys want him to press. Yeah. And maybe his legs won't let, won't let him do the up and I mean the down and up situation that wingers do because of his legs but even though he'll be playing on the wing like yeah. he should have like a free roaming wing position where it enables you guys to play Cavani as the focal point with Ronaldo on the wing same way they did at Juve I feel like at Juve they had that striker drop because they knew that Ronaldo yeah but at Juve they, I think they play with three most of the time yeah, with Ronaldo on the wing. It, it was Ronaldo on the wing, Morata, then Quadrajo, or whoever the striker is at the time. I uh, no. They play two, or they play a 4 4 2. Pelo used to like a 4 4 2 of Ronaldo and Morata. But that's the thing. They were getting their asses whooped last year. Yeah. But they did that under. They, Ronaldo still played on the wing under Sari, mm. and the striker was required to drop. I feel like. I feel like that's the only way because if you guys are playing him as a striker, knowing very well he can't do the work you guys want him to do, it's not that, just play a Cavani. It's not even that. I feel like we haven't had enough time with him to actually figure things out. You know what I'm saying? Just, just a little bit more time. Because like you're saying, we can... Uh, practice all these different formations and so forth in training but you only get a certain amount of opportunities to try it out in games you know what i'm saying and see if it'll actually work and sometimes just like with the liverpool game like you can't just really come with a generic thing you got to plan for your opponent sometimes and like i told you i feel like that game they were really just trying to at least catch them off guard in the beginning and then defend have something to defend but it, it backfired hard on him. So, so I don't know. But yeah, like I was saying, three at the back is the best. If that's the only way it would work if we play him and Cavani up top. And I would prefer to have like when, even though I don't like bringing FIFA into real football, but when I play FIFA, I play three at the back. I got a holding midfielder. I got two strikers. And then I got my full backs but my 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 wing backs but one of them or both of them are wingers you know what i'm saying and it's not like rashford can't track back from the left and 
because we be trying to play. That's what you're trying to change a, a three, a three, a defensive formation into an offensive formation, and it would be easier to press. But we'd have to drop one Bisaka or something. Though. That's the thing. It's just that it only works yeah, in theory, um, or, or but not going, practical. Yeah, or going, or going like three at the back, like use our formation, basic three four. Yeah. Two. Three four three or three five two, and then the two is Cavani and Ronaldo. Yeah, I don't know Cavani and Ronaldo or whoever. The good thing, know? and then but that's the thing, you know, you can't really take you can't. Yeah. That's the thing with you guys, you can't take your Rashfords and Martials and tell them to play wing backs. You know what I've noticed? You can't. Do nah, that. nah, definitely not Martial. Mm. But but what I've noticed is like, uh. Or at least from I think this is always thinking. Basically, we have the team without Pogba, right? Which was cooking without Pogba. That's like the McFred team with Bruno, and it was Martial up top at the time. But when Cavani came in, it was still cooking. You feel me? And then there's a team where yeah. Pogba's yeah. in there. Usually, it's Pogba and a holding midfielder, like. And then sometimes he has to squeeze Fred in there with him or McTominay mm. with him because Matic ain't fit enough or he just ain't quick enough. You know what I'm saying? Like against Leicester, Doug, this dude just, mm-hmm. I don't know what, you could see he was trying, but it wasn't good enough, bruh. You could see he was the only guy really with the instinct, but he, he was like a pace behind for most of the plays and all that. Leicester were too quick for him. But that's a game mm. we should have, like t- taking full control of one nil up, and then we just let them back in and we gave it up. So even mm. after we equalized, uh, with eight minutes left, uh, uh, comeback kings, we go ahead and we finish up, and then these guys can see thirty seconds later. That's why I'm like, I we there's still a bit of mental fragility somewhere. That's not even. In their legs or a physical thing, Doug. It's just a mental thing. I don't understand, Doug. But I think, like, oh yeah, I was gonna say against Spurs, we don't just need to win, Doug. We need like, we need a three, three goals. You know what I'm saying? We need something that's something that's gonna boost us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, early goals. We need first half goals. One thing I've noticed with Ronaldo and the team. Outside of the Newcastle game, uh, I think all his goals have come in the second half. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Newcastle and West Ham, but most yeah. of his goals have come in the second half and so forth. And for me, this is why like, I'm, I get what Ole was doing when he benched him against Cavani. You feel, I mean, Ula got a Cavani against Everton. Like, he was literally, and we were winning 1-0. He was trying to catch mm. these guys now late in the game. They're, they're more leggy. They're like Ronaldo's fresh. He's fresher. So he should come on and, you know, blitz them a bit. Add two more goals to the, to, to the scoreline. And then we go home. So I don't know how we lost control of that game as well. I do believe it's because of a lack of pressure, which I don't understand. Like if you're coming on as a sub, you gotta at least put in more effort. You can't be saving energy like you're starting the game. Well, I want like when you're starting the game. So that's why I'm like, I. But we'll figure it out yeah. with Ronaldo, Doug. Eventually, otherwise, oh, we'll just have to accept that maybe he's not really at Premier League level or consistent, like such that he can play every week, week in, week out, and then save him for the important games, the clutch games, and the Champions League games. Like that's at least sixty percent of games yeah. still. You know what I'm saying? But that's how you manage the squad, yeah. Doug. And we can be wilding out when he's not playing and stuff because we have to understand there's thinking behind it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that, that's no, the best. Let's get it. Norwich and Leeds. Norwich and Leeds is, is obvious. The battle of the obvious. bottom. Wait, Leeds. Or draw. Uh, Leeds I is like a draw, man. I feel it like... A I feel like a draw. They, Leeds has to win. You feel me? They have to win, but the way they're playing, man, I don't, I don't like it. 
I don't like it. So I'm a I'm gonna call a wild it's card. It's worse with new it's it's worse with, with knowledge. I feel like knowledge I feel knowledge, like Yeah. Knowledge lost the plot when they stopped when they stopped playing when they stopped playing Gilmore. Gilmore was really clutch for them. I don't know why they stopped playing him. Even Brandon Williams the though, like they also dropped Brandon Williams. I don't know why. But uh I guess maybe they wanted to go with more experience. They felt like the lighties were holding them back. But they messed up there. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, that's that says a lot also about a manager because you know. Yeah. Uh, what else I gotta shoot? Um, but Norwich so, also can't lose every single game until the season is done. That's why I was like, they gotta get something. And Leeds is one of their best opportunities to get something. Leeds and other promoted sides. Well, I can't really say that because Watford and Brentford are cooking. So they they gotta cling on to these other struggling sides. If you mean something uh, as in a draw, then yeah. cool, they can get a draw. But they I gotta get something that like it's just way too humiliating week in week out to get man. Not even beat one nil or whatever. These guys getting whooped, bruh. They getting whooped every week. Though. That's why I, I was even shooting some guys the other day. Like draw, like if. Ole drop points versus Norwich. I'm sacking him myself, bruh. Cause that's unacceptable, bruh. Like, ain't nobody allowed, <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody allowed to drop points versus Norwich right now, dog. Like, hey, that's like three points and an uh, opportunity to boost your goal difference, dog. If you're serious. Uh, yeah. So, Leeds but yeah, we'll it. see. Yeah, Bottle, yeah. Uh, and then Sunday, we got Villa and West Ham. West Ham. Yeah. That's the only game on. Oh no, second game. West on Ham. Sunday. I'm giving it to West Ham. Villa is Villa is still. Now nah, they haven't. They like, is, uh, formed they, yet. The no choice is also on Sunday. Yeah. 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 It's the two games. Yeah. Sunday. Aston Aston Villa still hasn't hasn't in as much as the managers out here talking about how they are better team than they were when they had Grealish. Yeah. They have the personnel to to do to finish mid table, but I feel like he still hasn't got them clicking together as they're supposed to. Because when you have a player like Grealish, that's why I'm like, when you have certain players that stand out in a team, you low key put all 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 the weight on their shoulders, like with your Zahas and whatnot. At the end of the day, if you're p- playing certain teams, you you feel are, are, are playing you. You're gonna put all the weight on your star player, and then everybody else is just gonna be working for your star player. So I feel like that's how it was. Because even the time Grealish got injured the last season, they were struggling. So Grealish just came back and saved that season. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like, in as much as he's saying they're a better team, they might be a better team, but he needs to get the team clicking. He needs to learn now how to get the team clicking without Grealish. I feel mm. like. But I feel like Villa also some parts of that. Yeah, now finish up. Yeah, like I say, I feel like at some parts last season, uh, his tactics were just play for Grealish. Oh yeah, yeah. now I feel you. Yeah, but like I was about to say, but also yeah, yeah, most of the time. But also the like their form has always been patchy since the since they came back to the Prem. I think the first season when they barely survived relegation because they were set for relegation like first season. You remember, and then like they caught. Yeah, that was that was when second half. That was when Grealish was injured. Yeah, and then they caught form in the second half. That's when he was injured, cause yeah, cause you see, last season they finished eleventh, and Grealish was there the entire season. Uh, last season, season they I almost feel got like relegated. Grealish last season they were also helped by the timetable. Because they weren't playing that much and a lot of their games were getting postponed and stuff. Like, their timetable was pretty relaxed. Yeah. Hey, hey, what's left? Uh, Yeah, definitely, I'm with you there. Hammers, hammers over Clarice. Then the final one is Wolves and Everton. Everton. Yeah, yeah. Who you got? Uh, Draw. Hey, I was wondering when you were actually gonna call a draw. Though. Like you never actually call draws. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> With this one, I feel 
that 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 evenly matched, and also Wolves just has a tendency of making football games boring when they get into that defensive mode. So it and they're really hard to penetrate when that defensive. So I feel like it's gonna be one of those where probably Everton scores first, then Wolves gets into the clutch mode, they equalize. Yeah, but Everton are in bad form, though. Everton are in bad form. Something that in, has to inconsistent, give. inconsistent form. Because even the the last points they that picked up was against form. us, and that was like they should have lost that one too. The last team they beat was Norwich, which doesn't really say much. Yeah, and then the last point was against you guys. They should yeah. have won that. Now nah, we should have won that. Also, like, <laughs> she talking about? <laughs> hey, <dad. laughs> no, they literally only had two shots on target, bro. Just two. Like that was our most yeah. dominant game, dog. Seven hundred passes and shit. Like they didn't even have half that. That's why I was like, nah, that game we really played football, but then they couldn't finish it up. For mm. them also, they've been inconsistent because they haven't had the star players for a minute. That's mm. why you guys should have won that game because, you know, they, a lot of players are missing from that roster. So right. I feel right. like that's why they've been, they've been struggling. This thing has to use rule. Alright, uh, we'll see. We'll see, but nah, nah. we'll see what happens. But I think ah, they're gonna lose, man. I feel like they're gonna lose wolves. Wolves, like they know how to get a goal, but also they like making things hard for themselves. Cause they should have beat Leeds last week. Then they sat back too much. Alright, alright, alright. Nah, no stress, but uh, I think we pretty much wrapped most of them up. We gonna see, yeah, we gonna see, bruh. Hey, dog, it's been, it's been a hard couple of weeks. I'm just hoping we turn things around. We just need these two dubs, like Atalanta and Spurs. Cause at least the Atalanta win will mean we're pretty yeah. much into the next round of Champions League. So you gotta get Atlanta, these two done. I feel like you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys are gonna win, uh, because, you know, uh, just like the previous game, the stronger team is obviously you guys. And now you're gonna come into that game more focused than you were in the previous game because uh-huh. now it's crunch time. That's know? another thing, so, like, I've noticed with us, like, for some reason, we're a bit impatient now, Doug. Like, I get, we trying to giggle, but sometimes, cause we be conceding with the first couple of chances against us with the only, like I'm saying, Everton scored off one of two shots on target. You know what I'm saying? It's like these niggas yeah. are too over eager to attack and to score such that they're not really focusing, concentrating on managing the game. Like, exactly. It's, it's been a while even, since, even yeah. with the Liverpool, with the Liverpool game. Even with the Liverpool game, the damage was done in the first half. Yeah. You know? And as Bro. much as they tried to do more damage in half, you guys were more solid second half because now, you know, you Bro. were playing the game the way you were supposed to be playing at the beginning of the game. That was a self-destructive first half. Though. Even like, Ronaldo damn near got sent off. Bro, like, I was wondering what are they doing? And it was still like, 3-0. You could see their heads weren't in the game. Though. It was still 3-0 when Ronaldo was doing that ish. And it was like, uh, injury time though I was like How did the half Even end 4-0 After that though Y'all gotta Stay solid At least come out yeah. Second half Score the first goal And we got a game Exactly But I uh, It is what it is But I'm hoping They they get back They get their heads In the game though They get refocused But one thing again Oh one thing I do have to mention uh, Ronaldo and Greenwood Can't play together From what I'm seeing what I want to see. Yeah, they can't. Well, what I want. And Greenwood uh, doesn't. No, Greenwood, Greenwood, Greenwood also doesn't respect Ronaldo enough to, want to play for him. He ain't, he ain't there for that, bro. Greenwood plays his game. No, but that's what I like about Greenwood. I like it, but also it takes away from, 
like it would be great if he was like the striker doing that but it takes away from his wing play when he's always doing this his decision making cuz he usually goes for the, for an audacious shot or whatever instead of looking first for a cross even though he's a really good at crossing with both feet you know what i'm saying he's actually a really good crosser of the ball so he's not trying to create enough for ronaldo definitely so that's why next game i want to see sancho ronaldo and rashford up top yeah You still believe you still believe in Sancho. Kovacic would never go seven games. Of course. Any kind of impact, nigga. Of course, bro. Don't you worry about that. Sancho's still just waiting for all this drama to pass and then he'll take over. Watch the space. And the thing is, Ole believes in Sancho otherwise he wouldn't have really been given him cuz he's given him a few starts though. That's the thing. Yeah. And that, yeah. yeah. And that's one thing. That's one thing I, w- I was talking. To, I was talking to Tepo about, like, yo, if Ole goes and let's say you guys bring in Conte, that's the end of Sancho's career at United. Because I know for sure Conte is not starting Sancho. Sancho yeah. is probably gonna turn into Van de Beek, getting snippets or whatever. But someone like Conte, I don't see him needing a player like Sancho like that. Right. I just wish guys were realistic like at least show if you want to sack Ole do that but don't now be chasing Conte bro he hasn't played in the knockout of the Champions League for two whole seasons bro and the United fans will be hiring Conte expecting him to win him win him a Champions League why bro you know what I'm saying You just got to be a bit yeah. realistic and know that this guy doesn't fit your style of play either though He's just going to come with the same things you guys were mad at Bangal for. You saw it. Cuz he's definitely going to yeah. switch it switch it proper to three at the back and then like you're saying attackers won't get no won't get game time like that. It'll just be two guys up front. Yeah. So uh but the thing is I feel Conte would unlock Ronaldo. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. I, I prefer, honestly, I prefer Zidane. Like, if guys are gonna sack guys, because Zidane is proven at least he can work with what he has. Conte, kind of a diva. He's gonna ask for he. Not really, he's gonna ask for anything, but he needs wing backs and stuff. Like, we ain't gonna go buy a whole wing back after we spend fifty on one Bissaka. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't even pay like twenty for Trippier mm. or whatever the amount it was, but he did want Trippier for backup. Yeah, that's why I'm like, that's another thing I'd be thinking. Like, man, the board really ain't up trying to buy a whole new team, dog. But if he gets Zidane, he has the French connection, he has the Real Madrid connection with Varane and and Ronaldo, so there's a little bit of familiarity. Mm. And he can he, he can see what do he knows how to develop some young players he knows how to use young players he's not afraid uh, stuff like that so I ain't mad at that and he's got yeah. the pedigree though he's won league titles and Champions League titles but he won them with a very amazing team mm, you can say that but <laughs> <laughs> you can say that but uh like. It's really hard to say that though, because Champions League three times in a row. Even if yeah. your team is amazing, Doug, like we've we've seen Barcelona couldn't do that. Pep Guardiola's Barcelona couldn't do that. That was an amazing team, and with Pep, we can have the same argument because he hasn't won the Champions League since then. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so but um, not three times in a row the way Mans did, and he also did it as an assistant. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that, Doug. Like, oh, and then he won the league just to show you that it's not really all a fluke. You know what I'm saying? Because in the league, you you gotta really yeah, won it without without Ronaldo. True that. He says. So that's what's up. That's why I'm like, nah, I ain't mad. He's proven enough, uh, enough, Doug. Like, without Ronaldo and Messi was still on the other side. You know what I'm saying? He won it with Bomorata. Mm. 
Yeah. So I know he can use what he has. He's not afraid to use what he has. I don't want somebody who's gonna now ask for too much though when we already pretty much got enough, only missing a CDM. And uh, you know. Hmm. Yeah. But I ain't mad at that though. That's why I'm like something in this game will tell us a lot. Yeah, now we'll see next week. We'll see next week, my G. Uh, yeah, I, I trust, I trust that. And also that I can't entertain the idea of catching any more L's, though. There's niggas who really want us to lose bad. Not just to lose, <laughs> but bad, though. And they say they're United fans, though. Nah, bro. I can't fathom that idea. And like I said, though, the decision makers are going to make the decision, like, for the long term, regardless, though. They could let him finish the season, but he might still be yeah. getting sacked at the end of the season. You saw us. There's no reason for all the noise, bro. Just support your team, let it win. Yeah. But if shit really gets bad, he got to go. That's the thing, though. But it's not really bad. It's a bad result, but it's not really bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's enough to stay in the top four. Yeah, he can. No, and he's shown that he can go on on, on a run, though. That's why I'm like, players just need to get back on side, bro. They're distracted. They're distracted. Alright, bro. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man. It was a good one, though. I appreciate it. Yeah, no stress. Yeah, yeah. Bless her. If I speak about it, maybe... If I speak... I have to go to the FA for a visit. Maybe I have to stay. I prefer really not to... Spend for a few weeks. Or maybe I have to spend some If I speak, I am in in big trouble. Spend money with Christmas gifts. The referee has a good life because now he goes home and... uh, He's free of everything, and next Sunday he's in another match, and life goes on. For us, it's like this. Thank you for talking. Thank you.